Hello everybody, Ashton Gustafsson here. Welcome back to another episode of Good, True, and Beautiful. It's been a minute. My apologies. Where have I been? Um, forgive me for being MIA the last couple weeks. I think school got started and uh, life happened. And I looked up and I had not been near this microphone in a while. So, um, But I'm super excited to be back. Super grateful you are here. Uh, if this is your first time, come on in. If this is your 130-some-odd time, welcome back. Uh, for you new guys here, we are uh, we're just trying to stay curious, figure out what this thing means, what it means to be human, where is it going, how we can do a little bit of good, and how we can enjoy this thing. Uh, there you go. That's my spiel. That's, that's what we're doing. Um, super glad you are here, and, uh, today's conversation, uh, I'm calling it Narrow is the Path. Well, maybe I'm not, no, yeah, I didn't come up with this, uh, but the, the name of the, uh, this podcast is called Narrow is the Path. Um, but before we get going, a couple quick things. Some of you I may be seeing in Denver soon at Patrick Lilly's conference, uh, looking forward to being there with you. I think I'm going to get to share the stage with Brother Sean Askinosi, uh, who's been a uh, uh, village elder to us here at Good, True, and Beautiful, and um, super excited to uh, see him there. Going to be speaking with friends at Platinum Realty in Colorado Springs, um, or maybe, yeah, Beaver Creek. Uh, later in October, going to be talking through the Enneagram, going to be talking about what it means to lead a life and a vocation of meaning and purpose and stability and sustainability. Um, and so if, if, uh, if you or your crew, your group, um, wants to dive into these types of topics that, that I seem to stay curious in, uh, let me know. Ashton at AshtonGustafson.com. You can shoot me an email there. And, uh, I am, uh, I'm very curious to be in the room with curious people. Um, uh, some, something, something always arises there, and I find that to be uh, something I enjoy and something that I get a lot of enthusiasm through. So, a uh, little spiel on that. All right, let's get going. Um, coffee in the left hand. Donut holes in the right hand. We're doing all right. Party at the Moon Tower. So, uh, today is called Narrow is the Path. Now, for some of you that are um, familiar uh, with the Jesus tradition, uh, this phrase to you is uh, probably nothing new. Heard it a million times. Uh, unfortunately, uh, most of the uh, dialogue around this phrase um, uh, deals with a topic that uh, I'm not interested in today, uh, or at least most people have read that into that, and that's topic about afterlife and, and where the good guys go and where the bad guys go, and, and I'm sorry, but that's not our topic today. Um, but the reason why uh, I, I wanted to just come at this phrase of narrow is the path is because for me, um, like I have this question, and the question about it is, you know, what do you do with this idea when... Um, 
Jesus speaks this idea that narrow is the path and few find it. And I found myself in coaching calls. Uh, I had lunch with a new friend yesterday, uh, and we were talking about business. Um, I've had this talk with Bryn about relationship, marriage, parenting. Um, I've, I've, I've even been dwelling on this through the lens of like um, hobby and, and joy and play and things like that. And so all of a sudden, this, uh, this Jesus phrase, um, it started seeping into every area of my life in the last 30 to 60 days. And it's like a new mantra. I just, I, I, I woke up yesterday and when I, or I woke up in the midst of this conversation and I was like, I've said that about 30 times in the last 30 days. And so I, I woke up this morning and did a little bit of study into it and just kind of danced around this this a bit. And, uh, oh, it's rich. It is, uh, it is colorful. It is, there's something here. And I thought, let's go. Let's, uh, let's process this together. That's, that's all I ever do here is just process with you guys. Um, and full disclosure, I'm not a theologian. I don't have any specific certain backgrounds. Uh, I, I'm an amateur when it comes to all of this. So a lot of this is just what I'm seeing today in August of 2019, what I'm feeling. And in 100 years, if anyone listens to this, they're going to go, that dude was really wrong. Or maybe they won't. But I, So just I preface all of these conversations with that too. Uh, I... Um, I, I want to be super sincere and genuine and authentic with you guys. And let's just dive into this and see where it may take us. Uh, because the mystery, the mystery isn't this, um, this inability to know things. The mystery is infinite knowability. And that's what we're about here. So, here we go. Matthew 7, in the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus, the man, God-man, he says, Enter the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many may enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So I've been just saying in passing with people, coaching clients and just randomly, hey, narrow is the path. What do you do with that? Narrow is the path. Narrow is the path. And I even hold my hands like... I'll, I'll do this, I'll like hold my hands out wide and be like, hey, there's this wide option, uh, but, but narrows the path. Move my hands kind of a little bit closer. Are you following me? Can you imagine that? Um, so I thought, let's just break this down a bit and think about um, what, the, what the idea of narrow is the path could mean for your life, your relationships, your career, your vocation, your business. Uh, your soul, your heart, your mind. Um, you ready? Let's go. All right, so first thing. Uh, number one, there is a path. <laughs> uh, hey, good news. Good news. There's, there's a path to this thing called being human. Um, I, I, I love that right out of the gate... Uh, what this conversation gives me is um, is some hope, is some peace, is uh, 
is, hey, there's some truth. That the, Yeah, there's trend. You can go down this pathway of trend, but there is a path, uh, uh, and to, for lack of being cliched here, that there's a path that's good and true and beautiful. There is, that path is available. That's good news. That's good news. And I, I want to invite you into this idea that, uh, and we've had this conversation before in different conver- uh, different podcasts, but um, the path is both your path and a universal path. So let's break that down a little bit. Um, the One of the things that I'm finding with people that uh, I would say people that are uh, waking up, I would say people that uh, are finding themselves in lives of flow and not force. Um, I would say uh, things... Um, I have a friend of mine who called me this week, and he goes, I finally just understood and and got to the place to understand what you mean when you say all there's left to do is enjoy. And then he just started breaking down like all these different things. And they were individually these beautiful, unique, unique stories and moments and insights and ahas and bursts of enlightenment in his life. Um, and And while he was saying them, I was like, man, I've, I've felt that too once before. None of the characters in the story were the same. Uh, the scenario was way different. The, 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 uh, the, the challenge, the conflict that had to be overcome, uh, the headwind that was there, totally different. But man, we, we, were, we were speaking the same language. So this idea of the path, um, what I want you to realize is there's a bit of this path <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, that is, uh, it's not lonely, but you do have to go it alone. Because guess what? You can't feed, fit a lot of people on the path. Everybody can be on their path, but you can't fit everybody on yours. Are you following me on this? And so one of the things that we've said here a lot is... Um, one of the trademarks that I've found uh, in people I've coached and some of my best friends in whiskey chats around the fire and late night chats with my wife, the when it gets real, when it gets down to the real deal, uh, when you turn around on your path sometimes, you don't see anybody. <laughs> and, and, and what that may tell you in the world we live in sometimes is, oh my gosh, am I, am I okay? Am I all right? No one else is here. No one's joining me on this. It feels feels a little bit dark. It feels a little bit uh, uh, unsteady, uncertain. Am I on the right path? Hey, let me let me tell you. Uh, keep going. Keep going. What we need is you on your path, and 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 then what we need is you on your path, randomly intersecting others on their path, and when you do intersect. And you go, man, they're on the path. I'm on the path. You, you, you look at each other and you go, the further I go into you, I find me. The further you go into me, you find you. This is what it means to be human. So the, the idea of um, that there's even a path in our lives, uh, to me, I think it's, it's this beautiful yin and yang, this beautiful paradox, this beautiful, uh, uh, it's unique one side of the coin, the other side of the coin, it's totally universal. Uh, 
And we have to learn to speak both of those languages. We have to, we have to learn how to speak that um, my path is unique. Uh, and, and this thing that I'm doing, the way I'm figuring out what it means to be human, um, is no one's ever done it like I have before. But that doesn't mean that we can't learn from each other. That, that, that doesn't mean that we can't have conversations about, hey, what, what's it like on your path? What's it like on your path? And at some point, you get this beautiful aha that, yeah, we're all on the path. Some of us know it more than others. Um, some don't want to be on the path. <laughs> and we'll get to that here in a minute. Um, <clears throat> next, okay, so let's just read it again. I'm going to read this about five times today. And again, always think, think, think about this in terms of life, relationships, career, vocation, business. Again, I'm not, we aren't getting into this today uh, to talk about where most people take this. Because it, for, honestly, for me, it's too cut and dry. It's too black and white. Um, I, I need some more color. Uh, and, and I think words of truth, uh, if they're true, they're true everywhere. Um, and so let's, let's dig into what this means for here and now and today and not tomorrow. Enter the narrow gate. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. So first, there's a path. There is a path. Um, Small is the gate, narrow is the road, narrow is the path. But the second part of this is I want to talk about this idea of it being narrow. It's not wide. It's not wide, which is hard for us in America because we like the, the reason we like a wide road is because we, we think that wide gives us options. But how many of you, um, how many of you have found that, uh, more options, there's like this paradox of choice, more options actually at some point makes a life become more exhausting. That when I open the fridge at home, uh, if there's some bread in the pantry and a little bit of turkey in the refrigerator, that's better than having frozen this, frozen that, frozen pizza. I got some of this. I got a charcuterie option. I got this. I got that. It, it, sometimes it's just better to open up the refrigerator and go, yeah, we got one option here. Um, in America, we think a wide path of options is what we really want. But what if narrow? What if narrow is what leads to life? See, when, when, when he mentions this, that, that the wide path leads to destruction, but the narrow path leads to life, um, what's that mean for us? What's that mean for us? One thing that I think is that more options, and I think this is this is one thing that I got this morning, more options may actually lead to less beautiful possibility. Less options of beautiful possibility. But less options may lead to more beautiful possibility. So what do I mean by that? Um, you know, we... Uh, we love to travel in our family, and uh, 
one of the things that I've learned on on uh, on narrow options with travel is that uh, if we don't have a focused plan for each day that we are traveling, uh, we typically wake up and just kind of wonder where are we going, what are we going to do, and to be quite honest with you, it doesn't ever go very well. Uh, and I've pushed back on this some. I've been like, we need options. Let's foot loose and fancy free. Let's just see where this thing goes. Uh, but we found that uh, the more we focus in on what we want to do, what we want to experience, what we want to taste, how we want to do it, um, the day ends up becoming infinitely more beautiful. The choice has been made. Now we just see, okay, where's this thing going now? So more options does not lead to more possibility. But less options actually does lead to more possibility in our lives. The wide path leads to destruction, but the narrow path leads to life. I I think one of the biggest things that we don't realize is that so much of these words were spoken in an agricultural society. And uh, whereas we're more in this like manufacturing society, if you will, um, as Parker Palmer says, we, we use words like, you know, we make a living, make a life, uh, make money, make meaning. Um, but, but we never talk about growing something, growing our lives, growing meaning. Um, but the truth is, I, th- I think when we think through the lens of an agricultural society, that uh, you kind of had to have a narrow mindset. You kind of had to get up each day and go... Uh, are the seeds sown? H- have we have we tilled the soil? Is the soil prepared? Um, and 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 listen, that metaphor lays over everything in our lives. For instance, let's talk about your heart space. Have you tilled the soil there this week? Have you done the hidden, overlooked, often forgotten work of just being still? listening to your overwhelming thoughts and being able to stand back from them and go, that's not me? Have you, have you sown in at the soul level in your life? Or your business? You guys know, I don't care what business you're in. I don't care if you're an artist, a teacher, uh, sales. I don't care what it is. There's no more than three things you probably absolutely, essentially must do every single day. Are you sowing those seeds? See, the narrow path knows that we're growing something here. The wide path thinks that we can just make it. We can just make it on the fly. And then the problem is, on the wide path, everything becomes something for us to consume, something for us to use so that we can make it. This is why it's destructive, right? It's not sustainable, this is why that path is destructive. When you, when you think everything in your life can just be made, when you think everything in your life is just a microwave button away, um, saddle up, that's destructive. But what about when you grow things in your life? What if you and your partner could say, we're growing this love between us? We're prepping the soil, we're watering it. We're trimming the leaves. We're enjoying the fragrance. We're, we're, we're just, you can dance around that metaphor all day. We're growing something here. What about with your kids? My goodness. My goodness. Um, man, I've seen how dangerous uh, it can be when we think we can make our children into something. 
uh, I see this through, through sports, you know, with families and stuff. Um, but what about the conversation of growing? Growing. Um, I want to be a part of growing with these little souls that we've been entrusted. Yeah, yeah. I don't, make them? Make them? It, they're already made. <laughs> let's, let's see how they can grow. You see how different these two paths are? You see how, see how wide the option is, right? I mean, with our children, make them a baseball player. Make them ace the SAT. Make them into this. Make them into that. Make them learn that. Make them do this. Make them do that. Send them to gymnastics 50 hours a week. Make them do this. What about growing? What, what, the narrow path says, I want to grow these people into something that is loving, patient, kind, peaceful, good, faithful, and has self-control. Let's go. We could hit we could hit stop right there. I didn't even know this is where the narrow path conversation was going. But that's it. That's the ticket. The wide path, it leads to destruction. If you're an artist, if you're a coach, if you're a mom, if you're a dad, if you're a business owner, my question for you today is, is your metaphor or the story in your head thinking that it has to be wide? You have to, quote-unquote, expand your reach, widen your reach. What if you just narrowed it? What if you just loved a few people really well? What if you just created a movement with a few people? What if you just made something that was special for a few people, and then those few people could go do it? Narrow's the path, man. Narrow is the path. Let's read it again. Let's go at it again. we got to get more out of this. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few find it. You know, anytime you see the word many <laughs> in, in, in these uh, divine scriptures, uh, oftentimes... The thing underneath the thing that the writer, the speaker, is trying to get at is, hey, careful with group think. Careful with, careful with group think. Um, and so I, I, I go to the end of this where it just says, a narrow is the road that leads to life and a few find it. Um, just because a few find it doesn't mean it's not available for every one of us. But the truer thing is most of us, um, we don't want it to be available because it, it takes a little bit of vulnerability. It takes courage to go, uh, the masses are going that way, I'm going this way. Um, it takes courage to pursue empathy and compassion more than difference and discourse and disagreement in the world today. Everyone wants to... If, let's... You can, you can start a movement over disagreement all day long. When's the last time you heard about a movement that was just about compassion and empathy? Not a lot, right? But narrow is the path that heals the world. Wide is the path that leads to destruction. And, and, and while we're on this topic of very few find it, um, think on your life right now. And... Um, if you can, think about the last time or, or maybe sometime you, you met a, a holy person 
And, and by that, I don't mean any religious label connected there whatsoever. I, I just mean you knew that you were in the presence of someone that uh, was was free. Uh, they had, there was a joy about them. There was a, uh, they didn't have that competition that we all show up with sometimes in conversation. They, they didn't, um, they weren't just speaking through the lens of business and profitability and up and to the right. Um, and look at what I made. They, uh, they were, they were talking about growing something. They were talking about how they grew. They, they, they talked about, um, seasons they talked about the the autumns of their lives that led to the growth that the that leads to the spring and summer that they enjoy today Th- think about those people so whoever that is or whoever they are think about how few things they actually shared with you that if you ever asked them hey what would you tell your younger self or hey what what were the things that you would do again, or what were the things that you would not do? Um, I don't think I've ever asked that question and someone show up with tons of answers. And why is that? Because narrow is the path. You don't have to know a lot of things. You don't have to know a lot of things to be successful. You don't have to know, you don't have to do a lot of things to find meaning in your life. You don't have to do a lot of things to enjoy and embrace love in your life. You just have to know a few basic, at some point they become simple and obvious things and allow your entire life trajectory to be on the path of those things. This the, The narrow path is the pathway that operates in the law of the harvest. We don't know how the harvest works. We just know that we all want to hold some love and peace and beauty in our lives. Well, then what do we need to be doing each day to hold some love and peace and beauty in our lives? Chances are we need to be planting some seeds of love and peace and beauty. If you want to do that in your business, get ready. You want to do that in your relationships, get ready. You want to do that in your life at the soul level, get ready. Um, but it isn't wide. You can't, you can't go love everybody. You can't have peace with everybody. You can't have patience for everybody. But you can on your little path, the people that you come across. You sure can. You sure can. And so I, I, I asked this morning or today that, that you, you just reflect... on maybe the possibility that some of your options may need to go away. I mean, the kids are in six sports, maybe. Maybe it needs to go to two. I don't know. Um, you, uh, you, 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 you're using metaphors in your life that are things like, I run around all day with my head cut off. I'm always putting out fires. Uh, life is just a battlefield. All, you, if, the, if these are metaphors you're using... Um, To get you out of the battlefield, how can we get you into the garden? Chances are it's a narrow gate. It's a narrow path that gets you to the garden. Because see, what we need 
is to be able to see when everyone's around, when we're on a wide path. It's hard to take it all in. When you're driving down I-35 at 80 miles an hour with 10,000 other cars, it's hard to take in all of the scenery when you've got all this going around you. But when you're on a little path in the woods, all of a sudden you start noticing random flowers and you just have this thought to yourself, I, I think that little flower today there was made just for me. Look at that sunset. I, I, something. There's something in that that just says it was painted just now for just this moment. You get caught up in conversations with people that turn into these beautiful dialogues that lead into liberation and freedom for both of you that you never even saw coming. Practically hard, hard for that to happen at the wide path cocktail party. <laughs> Got nothing against cocktail parties. Um, but what we want is to be able to taste and see. And I'm finding that tasting and seeing, uh, these are words of experience. They are not words of explanation. On the wide path, everybody's got an explanation for you. Well, this is why this, and this is why that, and if that hadn't, you know, the narrow path, it, it, the narrow path knows we don't need to explain things. We just need to enjoy. We get to experience. We taste and see. And I think you can only taste and see on the narrow path. Yeah, the path. Your path is going to intersect wide paths out there. We're not. That's. I'm never going to tell you that you can't. That's not going to happen. But in our lives, in our relationships, in our careers, in our businesses, what if for uh, these last few months of 2019, you uh, you started your day and you just wrote taste and see. I promise you your focus will become smaller. The vantage point of the path that you think you need to get towards tasting seeing, tasting and seeing and experiencing, whatever that may be, it's going to become more narrow. Your options are going to be able to fade away. And at the end of the day, you'll be able to look backwards and always say, I'm glad I did, in lieu of saying, I wish I had. Oh, do we want to enjoy? Oh, do we need enthusiasm in our lives? And I'm telling you, narrows the path. Narrows the path. Narrow is the path. So if life is feeling destructive at some in some places, um, and and here's the deal. I don't know what destructive may mean for you right now, but it feels to me like it's the opposite of constructive. <laughs> so uh, if things feel like they're falling apart, there we go. There's destructive. If things don't feel whole, or if you can't sense the wholeness in even the things that maybe have fallen apart, I invite you to reduce your options and enter the narrow path. Uh, our friend Jay Papazan wrote The One Thing. That's a book about the narrow path. Greg McKeon wrote the book um, Essentialism. That's about the narrow path. The Power of Now, Eckhart Tolle. That's about the narrow path. Turning Pro, Stephen Pressfield. That's about the narrow path. 
Um, narrow is the path, and few find it. But you can, and it's available. And it's not available tomorrow for you. It's not available in 10 years. It's not available once you get the new job. It's not available once that person leaves your life. It's not available. It's available today. You have the choice. You are the one that gets to decide which path you want to go down. You may not get as many retweets, but I promise you, you may not get as many like buttons. You may not get as many followers. Um, but you'll be on your path. And the insights and the beauty and the reflection and the joy and what will be tasted and what will be seen there will be the marrow of life. That will be what you rejoice in. So I invite you. Consider this idea of the path being narrow. May you embrace your narrow way. Swap notes. Ask others. Talk to the few that have found it. And then take those notes back. And just take a step. And then take another step. And then look around and then taste, and then see, and don't forget to enjoy. Life is happening for you. Life is happening within you. Life is happening all around you. And it's available here now. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid, listen to the bluebird sing, and be love. Hey, before you go, don't forget to hit subscribe right there on your phone. That's probably where you're listening. Uh, and if you enjoyed this, would you mind leaving us a review? One of the things that we're wanting to do is get this information out to as many people as we can. And we are finding that uh, when people leave good, true, and beautiful reviews, uh, that helps us get this information out more and more to people all across the world. I do not take it lightly uh, that you invite me to ride shotgun with you in your car. Uh, you allow these conversations to be a part of your jogs. You allow these conversations to be a part of the communities and families and businesses that you've been entrusted. Uh, I do not take that lightly at all. And I am thrilled uh, that you have joined us here at this table, at this conversation. There's always a seat left. There's always room for more. Uh, and we are just so grateful for you guys joining us here at Good, True, and Beautiful. And as you approach this week, may you pause by the orchid. Listen to the bluebirds sing and be love.